This is episode 110 for Tuesday, October 10th, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we continue through the specialty IPA category with Belgian IPA. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, excited to be back in the studio yet again. I am joined today by Travis. How are you doing, Travis? Hello, everyone. I'm doing well. Do anything interesting this week in beer? Let's see. I did take the day off from work on Wednesday, and so I had a chance to brew again on that day. Did you take the day off in order to brew, or was brewing just a bonus? No, it was a happy side effect <laughs> of taking off, so... Yeah, we had a washer delivered to the house, so somebody had to be there for that. Uh-huh. And I decided, oh, I'll just go ahead and make a day out of it. And I brewed a brown ale. Um, it's a fairly hoppy version of the brown ale, so I think it's... American brown? Yeah, I think it's an American style. Com- comes out of the uh, Jamil book, Brewing Classic Styles. It's mm-hmm. one of his bonus uh, recipes, because every, every style he lists one recipe that fits fits the style and sometimes he tosses in something that comes from his history and so this was called janet's brown ale huh. from uh one of his friends that had a, a late wife named janet so i brewed that one have you done a hoppy brown before i know you've done a couple other browns but i've tried none of them have come out really super hoppy like i wanted hmm. uh, so this one might have you done a shannon <laughs> the first time i experienced a shannon <laughs> That's from a long time ago. That was a long, that was a long time ago. You're that was welcome. a previous studio. Yeah, you're welcome. Did you do that on purpose, Sawyer? Yes. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. also joined by Sawyer. How are you doing today, Sawyer? Uh, I'm sorry, Sawyer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Uh, first of all, what up? Second of all, yes, I'm doing well. Do you think uh, beer related this week? No, not a thing. All right, fantastic. Yep. Also joined today by Powers. How are you doing, Powers? I'm doing all right. Second straight week. Um, <laughs> he came back. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He I, must uh, have liked us for some reason. You know, I, you I think I, I think that just being a captive to um, liking to hear my own voice is <laughs> probably the reason I came back. I just really wanted to to just talk into a microphone. And that's why we do this. We're really so the only subscribers to our own podcast. You know, and I don't doubt that. But you know, yeah. that just means that there are people out there listening to me getting angry at me for you know 
uh, the stupid crap that I say. Yeah, we have tens of listeners. <laughs> I have 45 alternate email addresses just for this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so I can take 45 out of our subscriber count. So we're you down to four. Email me at Fratto. Dot brewstyles at netscape.navigator.org. <laughs> I was looking for AOL.com there too. I was hoping for the uh, old email uh, email address uh, bingo on that one. Speaking of which, R. random R. news for this yeah. week. Oh, I heard about this. AIM is officially closing down. Yeah, after 20 years, is that right? <laughs> Something like that. I built my first computer when I was like 10 years old. I couldn't be on AIM and listen to. Um, music at the same time what was it winamp with the one with the lightning bolt as the icon mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i couldn't run winamp and aim at the same time i built this computer out of like scrap pieces of computer parts oh dang but i had my own computer yeah so, so what was the bigger news there that uh, aim is shutting down or that aim still exists well <laughs> i'm <Yeah>. just glad <laughs> that <laughs> well it doesn't exist anymore or that aol down, still so. exists I'm, I'm just glad that all of my awkward flirting with the high school crushes i had is going to be wiped from the internet <laughs> no more oh, away mes- well-crafted away messages oh gosh uh, and those awful highlight highlighter yeah. and font combinations <laughs> that you had uh, uh, travis i remember in the dorm every time we went somewhere we we spent five minutes trying to craft our away message mm-hmm. like all right it's got to be something really good <laughs> probably ended up being star wars related more than half the time right probably probably yeah. so or yeah. something very punny mm. had like a party away message and then of course there's an emo away <laughs> message you always got to have one of those ready yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah i forgot you could save them and just like oh, man yeah i well, should i should log on to aim once one more time before they shut it down just for I don't nostalgic even, sake i don't even remember my login <laughs> Anyway, huh. rest in peace, AIM. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Yahoo's going to be right behind them. Yeah, nobody uses that stuff anymore because of Facebook Yahoo! Messenger. And- <laughs> yeah, Yahoo's at least... <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, Yahoo at least has enough money to pay for like NFL streaming rights every so often, so they must sure. they shouldn't be doing well, too bad. I, well, I don't know if you've heard what happened, but all Yahoo email accounts have been hacked. Oh, right. Literally all three billion of them. Really? That too. (laughs) I bet that took a while. They went through each one of them individually and was like, all right, we're going to just like slam this password like five million times until we get this one and then we'll move on to the next one. It happened in July. We're just now finding out about it. July of like 2002, like given that method. (laughs) Yeah. No, this past July, believe it or not. Mm. Okay. Uh, So they're just now telling us. Yeah, they're just now telling us. So if you have a Yahoo account, have fun with that. Don't use that one to subscribe. Yeah. Uh, but feel free to subscribe with another email address. <laughs> Check out our website. Yeah. If you haven't in a while. We have a website. Dot com. Thanks for coming back to listen to us. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard last week's episode, go and give that a listen because that was uh, quite a good time. Yeah. For mm-hmm. all involved. Mm-hmm. There was one beer that we were looking for that we couldn't find last week, but I stumbled across it this past week, so we're drinking it now. So we'll do a quick little revisit to our Oktoberfest episode. Uh, right now we're drinking the Varsteiner Oktoberfest. This is not their fest beer. No. Um, I've been able to find their fest beer several times, but this is the first time I've actually seen the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Martin. I remember having the fest beer at James's class. Because yes. that was his example for that. Yeah. 
and we had that on the Festbeer episode here. But a good find on the Oktoberfest version. Yeah. It even says special edition on the bottle. Yeah. Direct from Germany. Uh, it is a little on the lighter side than some of the other Martins we had. Yeah, it is not deep cupper. Yeah, it's amber on the amber side. Yeah, and I don't want to take a whole lot of time talking through this since we're doing Belgian IPA today, but um, even the aroma and the flavor I, I notice is a bit on the light side compared to some of the other Martins that we had. It's also so, balls clear. Yeah. Very easy to drink. Are balls actually clear, though? Well, well someone to Google that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That didn't take long. No. <laughs> Was that a drop? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And there's the first powers drop. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, easy to drink. I'd, you know, probably give it a nine poundability and probably a... Mid to high forties, BJCP. I'm gonna ditto those numbers. So, yeah, this is great. Good beer. That's a very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'm in on nine point five for poundability on that. This is so good. good. It's good. It's good. Anyway, yeah. word. Definitely one worth uh, picking up if you ever see it. Like I said, it's kind of hard to hard to find. The specs that I bought it had a couple of cases kind of in the back part of the cooler, and uh, so I just kind of stumbled on it by accident. So. One guy probably moved him back there. He's like, you know, I don't have the money for it right now, but I'm going to go home and come back with the money. Yeah, they were on they were on sale, so I bought a, a 12 pack case for twelve dollars. So that's a that dollar nice. a beer. Yeah, that's a good deal. Maths. I need to go there. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, we are not talking about Oktoberfest anymore. Nope. We've moved on, and uh, Sawyer's going to tell us about style. <laughs> Of the day. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is me today. So, uh, the Belgian IPA. Uh, overall impression. An IPA with the fruitiness and spiciness derived from the use of Belgian yeast. The examples from Belgian tend to be lighter in color and more attenuated, similar to a Trapel that has been brewed with more hops. This beer has a more complex flavor profile and may be higher in alcohol than a typical IPA questions so far i would just like to note that while searching belgian ipa it autocorrected to belgian ipad on my phone uh, i'm sure there's one of those too <laughs> Oople. <laughs> what? that's the company that makes belgian ipads <laughs> <Oople>. <laughs> all right aroma <clears throat> uh moderate to high hop aroma Often tropical, stone fruit, citrus, or pine-like typical of American or New World hop varieties. Yes. Floral and spicy aromas are also found indicating European hops. Grassy aroma due to dry hopping may be present. Gentle, grainy sweet malt aroma with little to no caramel. Uh, Fruity esters are moderate to high and may include aromas of bananas, pears, and apples. Light clove-like phenols may be noticeable belgian candy sugar like aromas are sometimes present appearance i'm sorry appearance light golden to amber in color off-white head is moderate to large in size and has good retention clarity is fair to quite hazy and dry hopped examples flavor initial flavor is moderately spicy and estuary associated with belgian yeast strains Clove-like and peppery flavors are common. 
Banana, pear, and apple flavors are also typical. Hot flavors are moderate to high in intensity and may reflect tropical stone fruit, melon, citrusy, or piney American New World varieties or floral and spicy Cesar type hop flavors. Yes, I said that on purpose this time. <clears throat> Just Cesar type hops. Yes. And then I was immediately corrected to saws. Malt flavor is light and grainy sweet, sometimes with low toasted or caramel malt flavor, but not required. Bitterness is high and may be uh, accentuated by spicy yeast drive flavors. The finish is dry to medium dry, although some examples have a slight sweetness mixed with the lingering bitterness. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> The body is medium to light and varies due to carbonation level and adjunct use. Carbonation level is medium to high. Some higher alcohol versions may be warming, although this may not be readily apparent. Comments. The choice of yeast strain and hop varieties is critical since many choices will horribly clash. Uh, let's see. Uh, characteristic ingredients. Belgian yeast strains used in making tripels and golden strong ales. American examples tend to use American or New World hops, while Belgian versions tend to use European hops and only pale malt. Style comparison. A cross between an American IPA slash Imperial IPA with a Belgian golden strong ale or tripel. This style is, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, this style is maybe spicier. What? Okay. Spicier, stronger, drier, and more fruity than an American what? IPA. That's what it says. Vital statistics. Original Gangster, 1058 to 1080. IPUs, 50 to 100. Final Gangster, 1008 to 1016. Swarm, 5 to 15. AVB, 6.2 to 9.5%. And these are your style guidelines. What are we talking about today, Sawyer? I'm not really sure. sure. What the hell are you doing? I'm not really sure. That's what I thought. Apparently. Reading through that. Swarm. You know, one Mm -hmm. thing that, uh, in reading through the history that I'll talk about later, um, one big takeaway that I've found from the style is that there's two very different sides of the spectrum for this. You have the actual beers made in Belgium with Belgian ingredients as an IPA, which tend to be like their existing triple recipe or uh, golden strong but just hopped up and then you've got the american versions which is a, a basically an american ipa with just belgian yeast substituted so two very different sides of the spectrum um and there's been a lot of conversation about whether belgian ipa as a style itself should be uh listed because i know that they added it to the guidelines in the most recent release in 2015 as especially IPA, but uh, you don't really see a whole lot of truly Belgian IPAs on the market. One thing I noticed in shopping for these, there's a lot of ones um, like in the European section that were listed on the label, on the uh, on the Total Wine label as a Belgian IPA, but nowhere on the bottle does it say that. And uh, a lot of those could fit perfectly in another category like uh Belgian Golden Strong Ale. A lot of those were you know, upwards of 9%, so fairly high, and then could easily be uh, listed as as something else. Mm. 
yet. Uh, Total Wine called them a Belgian IPA. And then you've got other things like uh, we have a few American examples today too, which I think we're going to find is quite different from the the European examples. So it's a uh, it's just a curious talking point that I'm interested to see the differences and how they can still fit in the same category between all those. Right. All right. Yeah. An interesting talking point that nobody wants to talk about. So let's well, get into the I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, feel, yeah, go ahead, Powers. I feel like we're I feel like I'll talk about it more when I'm actually tasting the beer and actually like figuring out like what the differences between all those are. Do we do we have any European ones? Yes, we do. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So it'll be interesting to see how those all compare to each other. So. Actually, I'm pretty sure you bought one. No, mine's from San Diego. It is? Yeah, Green Flash. Oh, oh I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Well, I know I brought one. Okay, good. <laughs> Pflugerville, that's by Austin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in San Diego. Sorry. I guess I'm turning into Dan- Danny Bayless. <laughs> what? It, you, had, you would have to listen to the ticket oh, to understand that. No. All right, so the history of Belgian beers is quite extensive. The history of Belgian IPAs is not. Belgian beers have been around for hundreds of years. We know this. Um, and they've been using hops uh, recorded as early as the 1300s. So a lot of times Belgian beers, not Belgian IPAs, are known for their yeast qualities because you get all the esters from the yeast, their uh, esters and phenols, very fruity, um, and, and that's a hallmark of the style not necessarily known as much for the hops because a lot of times those are more subtle mm-hmm. uh, but do have uh, some interesting characteristics. Uh, so then in the year 1981, there was a beer that I believe we have today, the Popperings Hommel Ale. Oh, I brought that one. Uh, and that one was kind of the first Belgian beer made with four different types of hops. Ooh. And, that, of course, that was well before the IPA craze had really taken hold. And it says its IBUs rating at the time were somewhere between 30 and 40, so fairly low uh, compared to IPAs today. Mm -hmm. And even in the Belgian IPA style category now, that's still fairly low. Uh, But that was kind of one of the first hoppier Belgian beers that came about. But then uh, really the America craft beer movement, whenever that came around, that's whenever the Belgian, uh, that really inspired the Belgian brewers to embrace their hop bittered past and build upon it. There's a few others that I've heard of. I don't think we have these today, but there's one called Earthol Hoppet. And that was kind of one of the first IPA-inspired hoppy beers from Belgium. And uh, it was created after their head brewer, Hildegard van Ostenden, returned from a 2005 <laughs> trip to the U.S. Durank Double uh, X Bitter and Hoblan Schuf, which I've heard of those, and I think I've had both of those before. Uh, followed closely in, su- in succession succession in 2006 on the american side of things stones kelly bel belgique belgique belicois seem to be one of the first commercial american examples of a belgian ip and that was released in 2008 and then uh since then like we mentioned earlier there's been some just different examples that vary wildly uh, based on their base ingredients uh, as, it, as a style itself, Belgian IPA is kind of a fledgling style, much like the rest of the specialty IPA category. And like most of the specialty IPAs, it stands at a crossroads between style lines. Uh, 
most of the true Belgian IPAs, so those that are made in uh, in Belgium from a Belgian recipe and then hopped up, could easily find a place in other style categories, be it Golden, Triple, or Saison. On the other hand, American-Belgian IPAs, those using an American recipe and Belgian yeast, don't fit in the current American IPA style guidelines. So is this new category actually necessary? I'm reading from a uh, an article off learn.kegerator.com, in case you're wondering. <laughs> new additions to the BJCP style guidelines are mostly based on beer's popularity. Before they become popular, all of these beer styles would have fallen under the blanket of specialty or mixed style guidelines. Um, so how long this style will last as a dedicated category, who knows? But for now, we can celebrate the ingenuity and experimentation of the brewer's art. About... Uh, 10 years, 10, 15 years hmm. that Belgian IPAs have actually been a true dedicated category mm-hmm. and uh, have only been written down as so in the past two since 2015. Well, it'll be very interesting to taste all these different beers today and see what the differences are. Yes. Yeah, especially after last week with the uh, with the Martzen style, it's it, you know those, all those were pretty homogenous in style. It's a very historically relevant style. That's probably been pretty well established. I think that here it's going to be a little bit harder to pin these down. So now we're doing a 180 mm-hmm. <laughs> completely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going from malty and sweet to, you know, lots of Belgian phenols and hops. Hoppy and yeasty. Yep. So it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeasty boys. Oh. Yeah. I think we have two American <laughs> examples and two Belgian examples. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know what to say, so I guess we should just drink. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly why I wanted Travis to open this one. (laughs) Play that again. It shoots out. I didn't even touch it. Oh, not that one. (laughs) (laughs) That one was loud, too. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, we've had some rough encounters with caged and corked bottles in here before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there was one time that we had it just sitting there, and I'm unscrewing the the cage while just talking to these guys, and then before I even have a chance to touch the cork, it just shoots out, and oh, hits the ceiling, <laughs> and like scares the crap. Because like I wasn't ready for it to happen. It just yeah, on its own. We, ready. we thought it was going to put a hole ready. in the ceiling. <clears throat> All right. Well, this first one is the Popperings Hummel Ale. This is the one we mentioned in the history section. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, we this bought, particular example is quite historical. Uh, this is a pint. It was brewed in 1981, so we've got uh, an old <laughs> old bottle here. That's okay. <laughs> oh, funny you mentioned that. Uh, this is best before 9-2015, apparently. Oh. Total wine strikes again. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It rings in at a 7.5% ABV. And uh, was imported by Win It To Inc. Santa Barbara, California. Are they in it to win it? I, I guess. Hey, what is it? And this <laughs> is a Ooh. this is a product. <laughs> this is a product of Belgium. Thank so it's you one for of the, telling me that. So it's one of the Belgian examples, is what you're saying? Well, yeah, but it even says says that on the, the label, "Product of Belgium." Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Duly noted, there's nothing on the bottle that says Belgian IPA. 
They no. do not. True. Of course, I don't think you're going to find many actual beers from Belgium that are labeled Belgian IPA. Right. But it's an IPA from Belgium. Yes. So then it's a Belgium IPA. But not labeled as such. Yeah. Because that is, that's an American creation. Burger. BJCP. Flip, yeah. Well, it's like <clears throat> BJCP. An American IPA from another country. They still label it as an IPA or an American IPA. I think a lot of countries now would do an American style. Actually, I've seen that on the label. I've seen a couple from Europe that actually say American IPA. Well, because we have ones here that say English IPA. Yeah. Do you think in England they call it an English IPA or just an IPA? They call it a, a English bitter. Yeah. <laughs> they call it a point. All right. Well, <laughs> I can't see through this one. It's a point. Pretty cloudy. Not clear as balls. No, definitely not clear as balls. Thank you, Powers. Um, but very cloudy. I have floaties. Yes, we. All, I think we all, almost all of us have floaties. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, tiny bubbles. Yes. Yeah. This one's highly Wait, carbonated. Tiny bubbles. Slightly Ooh, off white head. Tiny bubbles. Ooh, I get bananas. <laughs> yeah, bananas for sure. I can't smell anything. Wah, 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 wah. I get some dusty notes. Like, what does dust smell like? I mean, like? it's old. Like a, a cardboard box that's been sitting in the attic. Uh-huh. Some, like, attic dust. And, or like Granny's ashtray. Not like, that's what? not what this what? beer smells what? like. But uh, <laughs> this reminds me of like Grandma's bathroom. <laughs> Man, this is getting kind of scary. <laughs> I mean, to, to, I mean, I could get a potpourri kind of mm. aroma from this a little bit. Grey poupon. No, no, not mustard. <laughs> but like I said, my my nose is kind of stopped up, so I, yeah, I his can't. nose is janky. I, what? Huh? <laughs> Catching just the slightest pear on the smell, but just the slightest. Maybe that's more of the banana and me wanting to translate that into something else. Yeah, there's some fruit in there. You know what this kind of smells like to me. Chips? (laughs) What? (laughs) No. (laughs) Strangely enough, I get potatoes. (laughs) I just got a potato chip. (laughs) So everyone does. (laughs) No, not potatoes. Um, Like that that non-alcoholic bubbly Uh, that you'll get at New Year's. Oh, like the the sparkling cider type of stuff? Yeah, where they try and take all the fun out of it. So you're smelling the carbonation, almost. Well, with a slight fruity note. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Definitely get banana in the flavor. Yeah, some mm-hmm. clove. And, like, I wouldn't go as far as saying black pepper, but there is a spicy note. Like, not spicy, but spice. Yeah. It's a spicy meatball. Chavish, <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to inhale it. <laughs> oh, he's trying to sniff a wall. Uh, I'm tasting some cardboard. It it just tastes... It has an old flavor to it. It is very dry. And old. Yes. Um, I don't think that my flavor has been affected by noticing the date on the bottle. Because this is... It, it's pretty pronounced mm-hmm. to me that it's it's an old... Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the brightness of the hop is not there. The bitterness is still there, but it's not... The flavor is not... Yes, I would agree. Because now it has kind of some grassy notes as opposed to 
you know, if you would think about a fresher example, some of the fresh notes from hops. Mm. Um, I'm not getting that. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a watered-down Coca-Cola. It just has a, like a weird off flavor, like in the end. Maybe Pepsi, like Dr. Pepper. Food coloring. Sprite. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Random. I don't even remember that one. I don't know. I, just, I mean, the I, sense of an off flavor is what I'm getting. I think. Not I, that I it think, tastes like Coke. I think I agree in the sense that like I'm not catching much carbonation on it. For yeah, sure. it's it's kind of flat, yeah. too. Yeah. I got a good amount of carbonation. I don't taste it. Yeah. The carbonation? Yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthfeel. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a lot of the carbonation on the mouthfeel though. It's bubbly. Mm. It's not as it's it's not what when I think bubbly I think of Trapels. I don't think of Belgian IPA. Well, I'm not saying it's effervescent. No, but I, I'm still getting a good amount of carbonation. I know, but I, there's not enough there for me to go. Oh, hey, this is like super carbonated. Yeast flavors still come through. Oh yeah, uh, and that part of it's still fairly nice. But yeah, yeah losing some, the hop flavor while still keeping the hop bitterness <sighs> isn't doing this well. No, there's some like saltine cracker flavor a little bit now but when you were talking earlier travis didn't you say that the ibus on this one were fairly low historically yes if that if the recipe stayed the same since the 80s so maybe they haven't fallen off maybe they're just low which is possible or both see i listened how about (laughs) that yeah Hmm. well i'll be honest this doesn't excite me no Mm -mm. i mean it's not one that i'd be like "Ooh, i want one of those but if somebody hands it to me, I'll drink it and I'll enjoy it. I might be really drunk, you know, the next time I order one of these. I do like it. I there are some Belgian beers that I think are just way over the top with the Belgian yeast character, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not a pleasurable experience for me. Nine. I'm I'm really excited about tasting some different examples of the style because yeah. I like I like the Belgian notes and I like IPAs and I like hops. And I think they will kind of help to balance each other out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy this. This this is one that I would I would like to just sit and you know maybe have with dinner or something like that, and not just pound a bunch of them back, but just enjoy it. Yeah. So I I like this. I I wouldn't I wouldn't like tell all of my friends, hey, you need to go try this beer. It's fantastic. It's amazing. But you know, I enjoy it. I like this beer. This is a Sipping beer. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, the alcohol is is also up there a little bit too. So yeah, there's a slight warming, but it's not. It's not over the top. Yeah, yeah. But it's not something you would notice unless you were thinking about it. For someone mm-hmm. like me, I would be gone in an instant drinking a whole bottle of this because it's a big bottle. Yeah, yeah. Buy a bottle of this and get shammered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for that. Oh, here, here, here it goes. goes. Uh, 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 uh. That is straight up yeast. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with that later, Travis. I know we all will. He's going on a beer cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send a picture of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, when I was at Total Wine last night, <laughs> I saw, I saw the, the mead bottle. That has the really long throat. 
And I thought that was kind of funny, given the gestures. Well, I got to take my glasses off to get deeper in here. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> go deeper, go home. Yep. And with that, five palindability writing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, four. I'm going to say 4.75. I'm not willing to give it a five. I'll go five. Even with the yeast. 3.5. I just don't like it. I mean, I can't even like describe why I don't like it. I just don't like it. doesn't make you pop ring out of your chair. It does not. Exactly. Not at all. It's um, make you want to take your glasses off and go deeper in. No, no. I'm, 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 putting, I'm putting safety goggles on, in fact. I'm staying Ooh. away from that. Ooh. I need to, need to stay away from that acid. You know who Powers reminds me of? <laughs> Bob Sturm. Okay. I don't know. Think about that and just listen later. Oh, jeez. Sportscaster. Mm. All right, so BJCP rating. Hmm. That one, I think I would be in the, probably the low 30s. The, I would like more hop character and mm-hmm. more presence, but I'm not getting that. Um, some of the cardboard elements I could attribute to oxidation, especially new uh, knowing its age, so that's something that will mark it down as well. And the fact that it's corded. Yes. I could agree with that too. The 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 low thirties, yeah, so, yeah, probably a thirty one is what I put it. I I didn't pick up on on the cardboard as much as you did. Might be because my sinuses are all messed up, but your um, sniffers broke. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know that that also affects taste. Um, all that olfactory. It sounds like you need nonsense. some uh, gentleman Jack right there. <laughs> Serious, take a good spray of that. That'll clear well, right I, up. It took a bunch of allergy Heck, medicine this just morning. Just nasal spray that um, stuff up there. Sniff That'll the hops. you right out. Yeah, yeah. sniff the hops. <laughs> cool. Stick your head in that cup. Uh, <laughs> take my glasses off. <laughs> Hold on, I don't have glasses on. Two um, guys and a cup of hops. Two guys, one cup? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, don't I, go Googling that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Please, please don't. You'll get some really... Interesting things. Anyway, at least. Anyway, moving on. The things you have to say to keep the not explicit rating. <sighs> so, um, I I like the bitterness. I like the uh, the Belgian yeast characters. The flavor on the hops is a little low, but I still really like it. So I, like I said, I didn't pick up the cardboard. I'd probably be like thirty five, thirty six range. I kind of feel like I'm drinking a cup of bananas. Like, if I had bananas that were just mashed up and Have like you done a, that? Well, no. So, at this point with this beer, Sawyer has told us <laughs> that it reminds him of old Coke and a cup of mashed up bananas. No, you're what taking you that the wrong of, way. What if you got a cup of mashed up bananas and mixed it with Coke? You know? It had banana Coke. What I was saying with the whole Coke thing was that not that it tastes like Coke, it just has a weird off flavor at the end of it. No, yeah. Like watered like down Coke. Coke. No, like watered down Coke. I'm just telling well, you that let's I... Let's get fruity. <laughs> I give up. We are talking about Coca-Cola, right? (laughs) Yes, no, not cocaine. Oh, that changes my whole point of view on this conversation completely. Why would you want to water down your cocaine? (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Not that I do cocaine. Some session cocaine. Let's do that. So, uh, what's a little bump? What's uh, (laughs) what's next? Well, I'm glad you asked about our next beer. Um, 
we are going to one of our American examples now. Um, it is the Green Flash uh, Le Freak. Uh, this is actually one of our commercial examples for the style. Uh, Green Flash coming out of San Diego, California. Um, that's my hometown, so I'm, I frequently will probably be uh, waving the flag for the San Diego breweries just because I really do like to try them out whenever I see them in the stores. Uh, this yeah, is, how about those Chargers? Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's wah, sad. Wah, wah. That's sad. <laughs> oh, Chris liked that joke. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, luckily, I did not find this at Total Wine. I found it at actually the, I think it's the one liquor store in Richardson. Um, I've only been able to find the one. It's about three three, uh, three minutes from my place. There um, can be only one. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that that's, uh, that's pretty much it for Richardson. That was pretty intense. Yeah. In a world. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'll put that music behind it. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We've got a 9.2% alcohol, alcohol volume. <laughs> There's a new one. Yep. <laughs> uh, 101. <laughs> it's about to be. It's about to be, yes. <laughs> 101 IBU. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's apparently the first of its kind, so says the label. It's the first ever hybrid of a Belgian-style Trapel with an American Imperial IPA. Um, yeah, so... I can tell that they're proud of their new creation or something like that. What do we got? New creation from the 2000 era. This yeah. one is hazy. Yeah. Not cloudy. Not clear. It said it's bottle condition, but I don't really see any floaties in mine. I got the top pour. Uh, uh, I got lots of floaties. Okay. Uh-oh. Mine is very cloudy. I have a feeling someone's going to have the beer farts later. That's okay. This seems like a beer fart episode. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Tiny bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty. Just pretty. <laughs> Let me swish it up a little bit. Aroma on this one is different from the uh, the pop ring. Uh, a little. There's a little bit more citrus to this. Uh-huh. I'm getting some spicy notes from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, could be attributed to both the yeast and hops. Yeah, hop much, food. much yeah. more hop in that. Yeah, it's almost grapefruit i would agree with that yeah hmm okay um on the bottle i'm sorry on the bottle uh it's uh amarillo dry hop and then a dual yeast fermentation maybe slightly dank notes oh don't but, say that but then only, i'm gonna think about it only slightly <laughs> only slightly in aroma yeah <clears throat> be sure to check out our sister podcast pot styles <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really picking up. Of course, I can only breathe out of one side of my nose. So yeah, I mainly get some like powdery fruit notes. Powdered fruit. Yeah, can't say I've ever had powdered fruit. It's like uh, the freeze dried stuff that the astronauts eat. (laughs) You ever had powdered eggs? (laughs) What about biscuits? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's another one. Okay, Uh, is it freeze dried or dehydrated? Probably dehydrated. When I was a kid growing up, the ones that they would sell always said freeze dried. Oh. Uh, because that sounds more futuristic, I guess. But dehydrated would be Because I, I remember when when I was growing up, my mom had this dehydrated that we she'd make her own fruit roll ups with. 
you get the fruit and spread it out and then dehydrate you get making a fruit roll up or like beef jerky or whatever so it was interesting but yeah I don't know I, I don't know what the difference is in the process freeze dried and yeah anyway random anecdote um yeah it is it's very dry mm. in the finish it's very very dry like a hot summer day not in Texas it's humid <laughs> Hop character comes through in the flavor quite a bit. Yeah. I'm getting lots of notes, lots of uh, spicy notes, some fruit character, a little bit of grass. Uh, has a malt backbone that's there as well, but it's uh, more subdued compared to the the hop level. Yeast notes, I get some of those too from uh, the fruity esters that you'd expect. Uh, for it being a 9.2% beer... Alcohols. I'm not getting any. Not heat. as forefront no. as what I had anticipated. I actually got more out of the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm also getting a lot more potpourri out of this one. I get a little kick from the alcohol. I think that's my powdery note. Okay. You know what hmm. I find interesting is that they call it Green Flash, but it's in a red label. Well, they have that. that that's just for their Lafrique. The uh, the Green Flash Brewing Company has several different colors for their labels. I know, but why not keep it green? Well, because their logo's green. And because that looks freaky. That doesn't look green to me. That looks like neon yellow. Neon green? I'm getting green notes from that logo. Okay. All right. Maybe it is green. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I'm going color more. Anything else on on this beer? Nope. Um, <laughs> nine. <laughs> is that your rating? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> including the comer- the commercial examples. If this is a commercial example, and this is what we're going to base it off of, yeah, then I I like it. I do too. It's got it's everything they, that I would think would be in there. I mean, it it was about a month ago, like okay, uh, so August. It's not, it's not as bad as the pop yeah. rings. But I like this beer. So I'm just I'm just trying to gauge freshness for one of these and and what hop character to expect. Is there a date on the bottle? Wow! Welcome to the podcast. Oh, did you just ask that? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, repeating myself. Um, yeah, I'm it's about so sorry. It's it's late August, so about a month ago. Uh, <laughs> um, total wine. So, uh, no, not he's total not, wine. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what he did I miss now? The liquor store the in liquor Richardson. Store. Oh, it's well, not thank a total you. wine. <laughs> thank you, Richard. The city of Richardson. Thank you. <laughs> it is the Richardson liquor store. No, it, it's called like Oasis or something. It's. It's small. It's not very. It's it, it's kind of an offshoot of Seigel's. Um, Thank you very much. I'll be here all night. Yep. <laughs> oh, all night. I mean, ten p.m. <laughs> that was a long one. My um, bad. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so like I like I was saying, I'm trying to gauge how much hop character to expect, and with this being a commercial example, fairly fresh and fairly fresh. The hops are still not as bright as I was initially expecting them to be, um, especially using American hops. So I think my initial thought of maybe between the the bright hop character and the Belgian yeast character kind of evening each other out, I think it was a lot closer than what I expected. So this will be a good barometer, I think, for the other examples. Yes. Now that we've had the official Belgian one, and the commercial, because ironically enough, that Belgian one is not on the commercial example list. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we had the Belgian one with Belgian ingredients and Belgian hops. Yeah, and then we've had the American-made beer with American hops and obviously Belgian yeast. 
So two far ends of the spectrum already. Yep. I think I like the American one better. Well, yeah. I, I mean, as, I, I know I do. As just sitting and drinking it. Now, obviously, like I've said a couple of times now, my my sensory and my palate's all messed up. I thought the the Belgian example was smoother and easier to drink. I would agree. This one has more flavor, mm-hmm. but it's I think it's definitely um, slanted to the Belgian side. What do you mean? Like I'm getting a lot more Belgian character for sure than I am the American hop character. Out of the Lafrique? Yeah. Okay. I think it's, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not as uh it's not as in your face as I thought it would be. You know, just given the like I mean it's, it's pretty punchy, but it it's is. not cuz you think Belgian high alcohol like this, you think like a, a triple. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your uh for this alcohol level, your Imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this essentially is a harmonious marriage of the two. <laughs> um, nice use of vocabulary. So the, I think the multi-character you would get from the, the Imperial IPA, because there's definitely some hop presence there, but there's a lot of malt to counteract, you know, the, the hoppiness and the alcohol. So I would say this is more like an Imperial IPA with Belgian yeast, if that makes sense. It does. And that brings back the... Uh the argument of does Belgian IPA need to be a separate category on its own? I think so. Because you're going to get a completely different beer with a Belgian yeast. Yes. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> argument is over. The, the answer is yes. Folks, it is over. Folks. Cool. Yeah. Poundability. So what's your poundability? Poundability. Oh, I'm gonna say two. No, not that low. <laughs> yes, uh, I would. I would say like four. Yeah, less poundable than the first example. Mm, and I put that at five. Dang it! I boxed myself in a corner. Well, I gotta say four then. I'm gonna stick with my two. There's just a lot going on there. There is. I'll I'll bring it down to three. You talked me into it. <laughs> Dang it. Travis, you're easily persuaded. It seems as far like. as, yes, I have no uh, no willpower. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put this one at a four. I think I, I actually like this one. I mean, you know, not as smooth, but I think I'd have a better time pounding this than the uh, uh, Popper Rings. I just liked it better. But it's only by, up by a half point. So, BJCP. BJCP. I mean, it'd have to be mid to high 40s. Yeah. If it's listed and it hits all the notes that we talked about in the guidelines, yeah. I think the fact that it's listed alone means it has to be high. Because who are we to tell the people who wrote the guidelines that they're incorrect? Yeah. You know what I mean? Grandmaster level nine. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like some movie. So if it's listed as a commercial example, it's going to have to be high. Because yes. at some point when they decided, when they were talking about, okay, what beers are we going to list as commercial examples? Think about all the beers they tasted. And they picked, was it usually four or five? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to have to be mid to high 40s. Can't mm-hmm. argue with that. So, yeah. Sounds like the BJCP did your job for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the barometer. That's yeah. the litmus. Yeah. So let's see how the uh, the next two examples compare. Next up, 
is another product of Belgium. DRS. Uh, the Viven Imperial IPA. The art of Belgian brewing. Uh, mm. so rings in at 8.0%. And uh, says brewed and bottled for Browery von Viven by Browery de Proof. Locristi, Belgium. De Proof's a pretty big one. So they brewed it for the other brewery. Contract. Gotta be. Okay. Uh, imported by DNV International, Jupiter, Florida. Specialtybeer.com. The date on it's May 3rd of 17. It does, I don't know if that's a bottling date or a Best Buy date. It just has a date there. You know who lives in Jupiter, Florida? That there, Tiger Woods. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. It says, then, serve at 41 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, here it says, best before May 3rd. Oh. Oh. We're Bu- for a treat. Uh, Bubba, Bubba Watson lives in yeah. Baghdad, Florida. Uh, this is a tiny bottle, too. I bet it's 11.2 ounces. Uh, 33 centiliters. I think that translates to 11.2 <laughs> ounces. Can we so. get that in American? <laughs> uh, so this is like a dark red. Yeah, it's it's pretty dark. Color in this uh, one is much darker than the other two we had. Yeah, Not clear as balls. Uh, no, mine is no. actually opaque. Yeah. I got yeah. a lot of floaties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm looking at Sawyer's from across the table, and it looks it looks good. It's very pretty. I poured it very carefully. Yeah, I this saw is it. a different beer. I noticed in the <laughs> bottle there are large chunks. Yeah, and so I warned these three guys or these two guys, and you're out of the room. Uh, well, thanks. And for then that. you come in, and he's pouring, and I realize, oh crap! I this, try to warn him. Well, that's okay. this one has I'll, bigger bubbles. I'll taste Sawyer's or somebody with, in here in a minute. Yeah, I was about to say with, uh, with with podcasting being a visual medium. Um, let's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Let, let, let me just say that mine and Samples were the same bottle, and Travis and Sawyer's were the same bottle. Reddish, so. dark orange yes. color. Mine's like brown. <laughs> brown. Foamy head. I'm Purple. Getting, I'm getting Pants. a little bit so, of fruitiness on that. On you know, like, like, aroma. like we were talking about before, this on the label does not say anything about Belgian IPA. It's just an Imperial IPA From brewed Belgium. in Belgium. So. Mm-hmm. There's just da, da, just da, da, to clarify, just yeah. to clarify. I can't double tongue right now. And in Untapped, it's labeled as an Imperial or Double IPA. It's got total, a, a strong fruity sweet aroma. I'm getting like pear. Total Wine called this a Belgian IPA. Okay. It just went up my nose. Yeah, it's got like a sugary sweetness. Yeah, Belgian oh, wow. candy. <laughs> It does. It is really sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of on the back end. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I. But it's not. It's also not as dry as the others. No, no. I can't do it. What? Right now. <laughs> Sorry. Never mind. Fail. Yeah. No, no. no. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck was that? So now, uh, was that Mean Girls? Yeah. Oh. She's on the phone with somebody. Just like uh, my laughs when I was sick. Right. Yeah. It is very <laughs> sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you picking up more of the hop character or the Belgian character? 
I would say Belgian. Belgian for me. Yeah, I think that that the uh, the yeast and the sweetness from malt is coming through more than any kind of real discernible hop character on this one. I feel like I've said this before about some other beers, uh, but the Hackershore? Bo- no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're way off on this that one. This is our sorry. weekly check-in with ha- Sawyer's, uh, Sawyer's Travails with Hackershore. <laughs> no, not Hackershore. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but the bottle, you can really see through it pretty well. Like, it's like a light brown. Yeah, it is light. You know? And we've seen some other bottles like that, too. And I just kind of wonder about that. Like, why? Like, why not the dark brown, like, the, the, the pop rings? Are you pulling some uh, skunk character? Is that where you get it? No, I just think it's interesting. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, let, let me just double check. Thank you for that. No. No skunk, but I just uh, I find it interesting. That it's a lighter brown versus most other uh, other brown bottles that are really dark brown. Yeah, I don't know. The problem that I have, and we've had this on several Imperial IPAs, is that they are really malty and sweet. You don't have the same kind of hop intensity that you get from you know even just a regular IPA on some examples, mm-hmm. and. It, I remember on the Imperial IPA episode, we we had a roundabout discussion about that. That so yep. many examples were just all malt and real caramel sweetness, and you didn't really have much of a hop punch to, to yep. balance. Yep. And I'm kind of getting that on this one, too. Are you getting that mm-hmm. caramel? Because the, uh, the style guide said that there shouldn't be any caramel, right? Which is interesting. Which, I mean, this doesn't claim to be of the style. I remember they're saying there could be some maltiness, but no caramel. Which goes back to, like Travis was saying, that that Imperial IPA episode. Mm. I would say Imperial has to do with alcohol content, and double IPA would be hops. Malt flavor is light and grainy (laughs) sweet, sometimes with low toasted or caramel malt flavor, but not required. Low toasted. Okay, I thought it was no. Okay. But would you still call it low? No. I'd say medium. It's, it's pretty it's, prevalent. Yeah. It's one of the main main uh yeah. characteristics that I'm pulling out of I this. mean, it's it's pretty sweet, like brown sugar mm-hmm. and not dry. No. You get any warmth? No. At eight percent. I get nothing. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> they had like a little tremolo. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Easy to drink. I mean, it's just very... Um, this is definitely a sipping beer. Yeah. I get a touch of tonic water on the finish. Really? Like kind of the minerally, uh, have, almost like Sprite. Uh, have we had tonic water on the show before? No. We, we talked about the, it in the water We had the mineral water. Okay, I've never see, had tonic See, for me, water. tonic water has an innate like citrus character to it. I'm not getting any citrus here. Okay. Well, maybe mineral water because it has like that that mineral note to it. Maybe it's time for a round of vodka tonics. <laughs> hmm. So we're just trying to get more drunk. There's and? some gentleman Jack right here on the 
table. One hundred percent of the times I've seen you in the past, like three years, you've been drunk. <laughs> Man, Powers is on his way to having his whole pay his okay. whole first page. So on Friday night, on Friday night, I, I cracked open a bottle of uh, Wild Turkey One Hundred One that Justin got me mm-hmm. uh, for the wedding. Man, that was some good stuff. That's supposed to be for the wedding, Sawyer. <laughs> no, he said it was for for me personally. He got me into something else for the wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I should have mentioned that. <laughs> It's so like, I, I I cracked it open, man. The 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 vanilla notes in that thing are just amazing. Mm. But only had time for one glass, and I had to go play at the Freeman. So mm. yeah. Mm. All right, so I guess we're <laughs> that was nice. Mm-hmm. We we talked briefly about Belgian versus Hop character, but I would say this. Do you do you even get any Belgian? yeast notes in it at all i i'm just kind of overpowered by the sweetness and and the the hot bitterness i'm not really getting any belgian yeast character at all i'm struggling there too because on the on the other two examples we got some very defined belgian yeast character some phenols some fruitiness um this one i'm just getting malt sweetness does that one have the same date on it may 3rd yes okay The yeast character is not something that would drop off significantly over time. No. Like hops do. Not over a matter of a few months, right. anyway. So you would think that, if anything, hops would have dropped off before the yeast character. Not that I'm getting a lot of hops, but it's still it's still bitter, and there's some hop presence there. But the, the overall sweetness of it is just kind of taking everything over. Mm-hmm. So I, BJCP, I'd have to rate this one pretty low. I would too, mm-hmm. mid yeah. to high twenties maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's just missing so many classic elements of a Belgian beer. Yeah, that you'd expect, and which is is curious because it's a beer from Belgium. Yeah, and it's not that old. Well, that doesn't mean that they can't use other yeasts. Which is true. They're not so they defined by their location. They may have might have just used a different strain. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm. It's kind of the same thing we got out of the other Belgian IPA that we had. Or the the IPA from Belgium. All right, pound a, <laughs> pound a bit of rating on the super pills. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, I'm going to say three. What did I say on the other one, two? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with two. This was a six for me. Really? Yes. At eight percent, it. Well, you don't know it's eight percent until yeah, I don't, you pound yeah, it. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm only getting just the malt sweetness, and that's it. So nothing else would impede my ability to pound this. Like yeah. the other ones had several things going for it. This one's a little more one dimensional. The more I drink it, the more I pick up on the warming. Of course, it might be as it warms up. Yeah, just um, more of the tingle. Yeah, I'm starting to pick it up now. So I don't think I could pound it. I'm I, I'm gonna keep this right around four, same place I had the Lafreak. Yeah, so chic. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything yeah. else on this one? Nine. Really? Sorry, you oh. gave it a poundability nine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there you go, Viven. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> That beer goes to, to 11. 
All right, we got one more, right? Unamas. So anyway, my bad. We're gonna start (laughs) with a local brew instead. This is the Deep Ellum IPA. Travis, you you brought this one, right? Yes. Talk us into it. All right. Well, uh, it is a local brew. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not from Deep Ellum. It's not the IPA, and I don't have a bottle with me, so I can't really read anything. Oh, now I got bottles coming from every direction. Want to sit? Oh, look out! Look out! We're so we are, drunk that night. We are going to finish a, with a local brew, and this is from Lakewood Brewing, and it is uh, listed as a Belgian style IPA on the label. It's the uh, the, the same way that Le Freak was was labeled as it's Belgian style, true so to form. I appreciate Le Freaky. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is called the Hop Trap, one of their year round brews. Mm-hmm. It says on the side, "We're no monks, but our Belgian style IPA gives a tip of the hat to our divine brethren." Brewed with rich malt, noble hops, Trappist yeast, and a kick of coriander, this is one complex beer. Hop trap pours with a refined bitter backbone, floral hoppy notes, and a decidedly Belgian finish. This brew is worthy of some serious contemplation. Schkoll. Pairs well with sharp cheddar, spicy foods, and devotion. (laughs) Similar to desire. Desire. (laughs) We want you with us forever. Best enjoyed in a chalice glass from 40 to 45 degrees Fahrenheit, 6.4%. Uh, OG as 1065, 54 IBU, 14 firm, and was bottled on August 21st of the year of our Lord, 2017. Uh, wait a minute, what? Year been, of our um, Lord. <laughs> I've been to this brewery before. It's about fifteen minutes from where I live. It's uh, it's a pretty good pretty good place to go. Pretty, pretty nice. Good, pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. They got tables that you know. They got some board games you could play. I enjoyed I enjoyed my time there. So they've got some fun stuff. But this is uh, I'm not sure if I've had this one. It's been a couple years since I've been over there. Mm-hmm. I it's rode been, my bike there one time. It's been a while since I've been to the Balcony Club where they you know serve, only serve Lakewood Lakewood beer on tap exclusively. Yeah, I think actually so, the last time I had this was at the Balcony Club. Yeah, which uh, I found out from Dennis that after the after the end of this year, we are no longer playing at the Balcony Club. Oh, really? Really? Hmm. Ooh, scandal! Interesting. That's hmm. because the money sucks. Anyway, very clear. Yeah, this one's kind of a yeah. uh, uh, lighter than the last example, but darker than uh, the Martin we started with today. They must yeah. filter in microns. Like copper. Yeah, it looks like a penny. A penny. Good deep copper. Ooh, a penny. Good copper. Decent sized white head that dissipates fairly quickly. Catching some a little bit of maltiness there. Mm-hmm. Definitely the flavor. Definitely picking up on the coriander too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was thinking candied sugar, but I forgot that they listed coriander on there. Which is funny mm-hmm. because they say uh, a kick of coriander. Is that is that like above a dash, but less than a well, buttload? You got a pinch, and you got a smidge. You also got a dollop. And a tad. And a tad. Um, there's a spritz also. That one's kind of in the middle of those. I feel like spritz is more of a liquid thing than the other than the other ones than the seasoning ones, but I don't know. But if it's a kick, if it's a kick, then they just then put it on their probably boot. Probably quite a bit. They just put it on their boot and they kick it into the brew. Yep. <laughs> I have a feeling a, a kick would be quite a bit. 
Yeah. Because a kick is pretty forceful. You're going ex- to feel it. Well, let's test this out. Sawyer, would you stand up for me, please? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. And it even says on the front of the label, uh, Hop Trap Belgian Style IPA, ale brewed with coriander seed. Yeah. So well, there you go. They, they mention it several times on the bottle. So. They're going to declare it, so by God, it better be there. Exactly. From the aroma, it is. It is. From the flavor, it is there, for sure. Let's see about the taste. <laughs> I'm ahead of you guys. The first taste is with your eyes. That's Are we not at t- the tasting part yet? Are we just sniffing? <laughs> I taste coriander. Yeah, that comes through. Uh, it has kind of like a, a dried herbal I was going to say the, the it's very floral. Yes. The hop choice, I think. Because they don't say which hops they used. But it's very... Oh, it says floral hoppy notes. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't say what it is. But it is very, very floral. So, then already I'm going to think that this is brewed with mainly Belgian ingredients from an American company. Rather than being an American IPA recipe with just Belgian yeast only. Right. Because, yeah. yeah, I'm not getting, like, the citrus or piney notes no. or, or dank or cat pee or anything out of uh, what you get from American hops. So yeah, I'm going to guess that it's a lot of Belgian, if not all Belgian ingredients. Yeah. I mean, the only sweetness thing that I'm getting is probably from the coriander, which is still going to add just kind of like a sweeter note to the floral aspect that you'll already get from whatever hops that they used. I'm not picking up a whole lot of Belgian yeast character, though. If anything, it's it's pretty subdued. I feel like the hops take mm-hmm. the front seat in this example. The front seat? Yes. Well, next to the coriander. <laughs> I just get that. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, y'all are too busy watching the football game. Where's your Jolly Ranchers? Sorry, that's my ADD <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> Please do not put Jolly Ranchers in Hop Trap. Well, or do what do what you want. You know, I'm not here to judge you. I just think you made back made bad choices. I'm, I'm going to judge. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a hop. It's trap. a hop trap. Now, I also find it interesting they spell trap T R A P P. Trap papa. I don't know what that means. There's got to be a meaning there. Jeff papa. Is that the uh, Von Trap? Did they spell it that way, or did they spell it with an O? Uh, I don't know. From Austria, that's not Belgium, but maybe know. maybe there's a connection there. I'm reaching mm-hmm. towards what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna start singing an elementary music song, but then I realized that none of y'all know it. Tis true. Um, I think I like this one the best mm. out of the ones we had today. Yes, I'm gonna have to agree with Travis. I disagree with everything that's been said. <laughs> that was last week, wasn't it? Was it? Am I wrong? It was the Mon lift. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just... I. It's good. I don't think it fits the style. Because there's no Belgian character. It's floral and it's hoppy and there's coriander. I'm hearing two different things between the two of you. One saying it feels like there's a whole bunch of Belgian stuff, and the other saying 
There's no Belgium. I'm not getting any any Belgian yeast phenols. Huh. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the yeast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really getting like really much I, yeast because flavor. When I, when I think Belgian beer, I'm thinking yeast character. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what it's all that's that's their their staple. That's the one thing I remember from brewing my Belgian Double. Yeah. I mean with all the phenols. You're gonna get as that's just kind of what they build everything around is that that's what it is. You, a Belgian beer is that the Belgian yeast. I'm getting nothing on this one for that. It's a lot of floral hop and a lot of coriander. Yes, it's fairly dry. I wouldn't say it's the driest thing we've had today, but it's fairly dry. So there's the IPA part between that and the the hop flavor. I think I would say. Uh, Flavor-wise, the Hummel was the best for me. Um, but style-wise, obviously, the Lafrique. Mm. Hmm. Just because, like I said, when we were drinking the Hummel, the uh, the puppering, it was it was really good. It was tasty. I could sit there and I could just drink it with, you know, while I'm eating dinner or just relaxing. Not going to pound a bunch of them, but it was very flavorful and I liked it. Style-wise, Lafrique obviously is going to be a good one. It's a commercial example. The the Vivin was too sweet, too malty. Yeah. And this one has too much other stuff in it for me to pick up the Belgian character. I think flavor-wise, I enjoy drinking this one the most. Yeah. If this is a bottle I'm going to pull out of the fridge and drink on a Tuesday afternoon, then it would probably be this one. Lafrique is certainly the uh, the commercial example and it lived up to its designation. I did not like the pop ring. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say desire again. Desire. Duchesse de Bourgogne. But I, I like this. It's um, Would I score it high in a competition where it's entered as a Belgian IPA? Not as high as other ones we've tasted today. Yeah. I mean, they did claim the coriander, so... yes. That's not a, a negative. Um, but, yes, the the Belgian yeast character doesn't come through as much as it should. So I'd score it down on that. But as far as just drinkability, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's Did a bit of nice. It's great and good. Groot. It's Groot. Groot. <laughs> it's a Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. It's very nice. This is kind of one of the more underrated beers from Lakewood also. I know that they produce it, but I rarely reach for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really reach for a whole lot of liquid things. I don't know. Liquid <laughs> just doesn't stand out to me anymore. Like, I, I had my, 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 uh, uh, Temptress craze for a little while, but yeah, I mean, that, Temptress is good. Uh, the all call is good. Yeah. But it doesn't really stand out to me. So that's why I never really go for it. Well, when you're at Balcony Club and the only beer they serve on tap is Sierra. liquid, serve. The only beer they serve on tap is Lakewood, then your options are limited. Well, I haven't tap beer. Huh. No, usually I, I would just drink Coors Light or Moretti. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been to the Balcony Club in like six months, so because <laughs> David Barr takes my plates at that one. Yeah. Mm. Well, anything else about uh, any Belgian IPA? Any comments did or we, did we do poundability on? No, no we didn't. <laughs> What's your the... poundability rating on this <laughs> one, huh? <laughs> I would give this one a four. Uh, yeah, huh. I'd say three. This I'm, I'm actually at about a 
a six on this one. I mm. I could I could do this. I can do this I. pretty easy. Yeah. Poundability six. BJCP score probably a thirty four. Which is still a very good uh, score. I, I, I'd probably be beer. closer to like 30. Mm. Maybe even high 20s. Just because the Belgian, Belgian character is not there. I I don't pick it up at all. So it's not within style. Well, I have a major announcement. Yes, I do have a major Uh-oh. announcement. Are you pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. However... We would like to announce Powers as our fourth member of the Blue Styles podcast. So welcome. Officially. Oh, my goodness. Wow, this is... (laughs) Oh my goodness! This is this is so shocking to me. I so never, surprising. I never thought that I would be like bestowed upon with this honor. I mean, oh it's God. not like we discussed it on the break or anything. Yeah, <laughs> and and <laughs> we can't wait to see him back here next week. Wow! Oh, ah, uh, yeah, about that. Oh, jeez, here we go again. Uh, yeah, you know this whole like podcasting thing. It's uh, you know, it it, it came kind of sudden for me. So you know, I have a. I, <laughs> I have a trip to Houston planned next week. Oh, jeez. And but I'm, I'm not going to be here. Uh, but I will be here You're fired. the following... T- thank you. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll just pack my You're stuff fired. and go. No, I will be here the following two weeks, and then I will be off for another two weeks. Oh, it was huge. It was huge, yes. You're and- seriously fired. Get out. Um, well, you I'll bring beer back because it'll be I'll be visiting San Diego and oh, you're hired again, yeah, right? Hey, <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, you know, over the next month or so, I'll be a little bit spotty, but absolutely, after I'm done with my travels, I'm going to be maintaining a much more regular schedule here. Really excited to be on the team. Uh, it's been a great couple of weeks. My fiance has noticed that my mood when I come back here is, um, you know, slightly buzzed, but also genuinely jovial. Uh, <laughs> genuinely jovial. Yes. All right. Um, We're yeah. Using, okay. Yes. Yep. Too many big words. Weird. I am your word a day calendar here, or at least a word a week. Is that our ten dollar word for the day? Probably. Yes. Is that our ten dollar word for the day. <laughs> <laughs> word. It's uh yeah yeah we're glad to have you. Yeah, I'm. Ec- yes, I'm excited. Um, you know, I may not bring quite the tasting expertise that uh, you know, you know, basically everyone else at the table brings. Uh, but I do enjoy drinking beer. I do enjoy talking about it, and I do enjoy just kind of, you know, cutting up with the you know with the other guys at this table and having a good time every week. So Fantastic. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's man. tremendous. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. That's what it's all about. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening this week. I'm happy to be here again. This week we talked about the Belgian IPA style. Uh, Next week, since I won't be here, you can go ahead and take the I out of that style because they'll be talking about the Belgian pale ale next week. Thank you all again for listening. Hit that subscribe button and uh, whatever you all want to say. Go ahead. Take us home. (laughs) Cheers Ah. (laughs) Cheers until then. (laughs) 